I love podcasting. Welcome. I freaking love it. It's so much fun. Every day. We're doing a lot of it this week. Yeah, this is a this is a lot of a lot of podcast episodes <laughs> this week, gentlemen. Ty, you, I kind of have been taking advantage of your biting off more than you can chew, uh, yeah. average quality because you keep saying yes, like Dude, say no I'm one of these so bad weeks. At saying no, I'm so bad. That's that's not my average quality, but it is my average quality. Saying no. All I'm, right, I'm what would be something horrible that, that uh, needs to be exnade from what you're doing right now? Um. I've actually, like, the second half of the summer, have started to strike a bit of a better balance. It's all going to be thrown out the window when school starts, though. Mm -hmm. But I need to just remember to not take, like, what I have going on right now, I just can't say yes to anything else. I I just can't. Especially, like, free stuff. And and some of it's, like, we were just talking to Jay about it, but, like, some of it's cool and stuff that I want to do, but I just, like, I just don't have the capacity to do it. Like, I'm doing enough cool stuff right now. And enough free stuff right now to satiate my like creative itch that I don't need to be taking on any more projects. Nice, gotcha. What, what is your uh, sorry? Your question, Andrew. I was just gonna say you look great for if you think you're taking on too much right now. Mm-hmm. You look great. Well, thank you. I'm, Fresh uh, haircut. Yeah. High and tight. Damn. But it's it's the back Dude. to school haircut, isn't it? <laughs> it's the back. Yeah. Sure. I did want to get it before school started. Um, dude, I go to Great Clips these days just because Whoa. that's cheap. I don't know where you guys go. I went to Great Clips okay. all throughout college, and now there's like just like a, yeah. a, a barber right here. Kenwood Barbers. He's got uh, the back pocket shirt Hang framed in, in his in his uh, barber oh, shop. Yeah, yeah. we all go there. It's, Support local. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. That's like when like restaurants have pictures of the famous people that come in. It's, and it's signed or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I've gone to Great Clips, and the last two times I've gotten the same lady, and she's like probably an older. The thing is, like, you'd she'd ask you, "How old do you think I am?" And you'd say like fifty, but she'd just be like an old-looking thirty-nine. Like it's mm. just, Ooh, she, right. How tough is that? You know, like a pack of camels a day hasn't aged her well, sort of a thing. Yeah. And she's given me the most like, she, I didn't think somebody could possibly care less about giving a haircut. She this last time I went, she like outdid herself and how little she cared about that. Like it turned out well actually. The first time I was like, ah, I've gotten better haircuts. This time I, I kind of like the way it turned out. But like while she was doing it, I'm like she she could care less like it was ridiculous and then i got home and like they do a bad job of, like getting the hair like out of like i was like shedding hair as oh, I was yeah. oh yeah, yeah that's the worst i hate that too that's I was, why i always jump in the shower afterwards but then it's yeah. just like i just got my hair cut and they did this I cool know. thing with it that i can never do yeah so the, i don't want to take a shower. the place i go back in green bay it's called it's like a regional chain but it's called the barbershop and they like they cut your hair and then they give you like a full wash and condition and everything so they get it all out and they give you a nice hot towel on your face mm. and it's all like 15 bucks and it's like so cheap and that's what i pay great clips and i get like roxanne fucking like giving me a trim for seven minutes and like this look good and they're like yeah i guess so and she's like slaps you on the ass and gets you out of there you roxanne know? roxanne but the police do yeah. look that song up okay all you had to do was shazam what i was singing right there for sure i led you <laughs> what constitutes like a bad haircut you know hmm. yeah i uh well, for me personally, I got like this cowlick in the back of my mm. on the back of my head. So if they don't cut it, if they don't trim it up to the point of the cowlick, I'll get these stray hairs just flying all around. A little alfalfa. Yeah, they can usually tell though, like when I come in, like oh he has a cowlick, so they'll cut it a little like higher onto my head just to get rid of it. But there have been times where that doesn't happen, and it's just like a war zone back there. Are, no, are, you can't control it. Are you saying cowlick or colic? Cowlick. Is I don't know which one is it. It's. I was told cowlick. Yeah, it's I've a it's a colic. So have I. But my gra- it, my grandma told me you get them because when you 
are born or something, a cow comes in and licks your head and the hair just sticks that way forever. Yeah. Mm. That's like the origin of the name colic is cow. I'm pretty sure it is cowlick. We're saying it wrong, but whatever, yeah. dude. Okay. We all know what we're talking about. That's cool. I learned something new every day. There you go. I got I a like cowlick way cool. I have I have a, I have a massive cowlick. Do you? What with Where? All the hair. <laughs> That's what the uh the bald spot is, isn't uh, it? Oh, uh, you're not balding. Yeah, it's just a crap circle. No, I actually had two ball- cowlicks, mm-hmm. and that's why it uh yeah. got the wing T formation going yeah, on I, up there. I have one like right here too. Like when my hair gets long, it like it's kind of nice because when I like put it to the side, it kind of just like rests on itself. Yeah. Deck, you need a haircut. I've noticed. Is that like a conscious choice that you're doing, like growing this lettuce out? Um, no. Okay, then you need a haircut. I know, I'm getting it tomorrow. Okay. As we speak. But yeah, dude, I got a colic right, right here, and I got one yeah. off right here as well. But yeah, dude, my hair gets crazy when it's. uh Dude, I didn't realize you posted a picture with your nice, like, man titties the other day, and I didn't oh, realize yeah. how long your hair was. Aside from, like, the double D's you were sporting in that picture. Oh, yeah, dude. Your hair was so long. I was looking rich, dude. <laughs> oh, dude, just a nice deluxe. Just Otstigo. <laughs> dude, I, I put the entire I put the entire city of Otstigo in shambles that day, dude, from that Snapchat alone. Wearing those goggles, too, just put them on for the first time, like, clearly too tight. I'm like, ugh. You know, that is not it, great engagement. On that Instagram, by the way. Great engagement. Anything for the engagement. Any, yeah. Dude, anything at this point, right? Oh, yeah. So we t- I took that photo sophomore year. and uh, Oh, that was you? Yeah. And that, PC. That went viral. It went viral, dude. It went viral sophomore year. Everyone, everyone was, like, showing each other on their phone. It was, <laughs> it was amazing. It's, it's a legendary photo. Yeah. I wish I had... Uh, it's my photo. Fo- it's his photo when I ever get a call or FaceTime. That's what comes up on oh, the phone. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and dude, and many a- of our friends have the same thing as your bio on yeah. their phones. You got it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you have a lot of those pictures for people in your contacts? I was going like little spurts where I'm like, oh, I really want to like clean up how my contacts look. And I was like putting in pictures. But then I get to a point where like half of them do, half of them don't and whatever. I'm the same way. There's like a good amount that I have it in there. It's just like fun and all. But then the majority of them don't. Mm-hmm. I wish it was like back in the day. Um, when, like, when you logged onto your Mac, you get to choose, like, a little icon. Like, I just wish, like, a soccer ball popped up for Ty or something, you know? <laughs> something like that. Sure. Well, so, it, what, so you can just kick him around? or <laughs> Yeah, exactly, <laughs> dude. Just get him a, give him a nice, swift, you know, instep. Yeah, well, it would be cool if you could, like, set it for yourself and then have that show up for everybody else. A, a cool move I've seen people do is, like, when we're, like, networking or something. Like, they give you, they're, like, you give them your phone number and they'll send you their contact card and on apple at least when you have a contact card you can load up with all the information including mm. the picture and then when you send it you get this person's contact card you just click add contact and then all that information automatically oh. gets put into your phone That's mm. including the picture yeah caleb has something like that yeah it sounds like something caleb would have for sure <laughs> that's awesome oh that's that's kind of nuts. I uh, so you're gonna get a haircut though, right? Yeah, getting a haircut at Kenwood tomorrow. I had to schedule like a week in advance. I mean, the guy's oh, pretty. Geez. Paul's pretty. Uh, Paul. Paul is pretty mm. stacked. He's always got guys coming in and yeah. out. I and love. I love come. this move of you grabbing your hair and it's. Dude, that's a cocky move. I mean, that's something that I was doing all I during my comedy bit. Just confidence. this. I did notice. I'm like, that's over. a little tick, like a little like it's a nervous, nervous tick. tick yeah. yeah, that's why I lost. For sure, they were like this guy keeps grabbing his hair. They're like this freaking like southern looking quarter starting quarterback for Ole Miss. He's not in. He's not. He doesn't find a spot in comedy. No way. Hmm. He went there. Wow. What do you think? That's not starting quarterback for Ole Miss right now. Backup quarterback. Sorry, like third string, maybe a walk on at Ole Miss. I think is really like the vibe haircut I got going on. If it was like straight, for sure. It's your hair. You look at it every day. 
Yeah, I know. I know you stare. I've seen you stare at yourself in the mirror an awfully longer, an awfully lot long, longer. Like recently? Recently. Yeah. Ooh. I just like. Hey, you, you just keep. Your, I just like walk past the bathroom and just decking and just. Just yeah. fucking it's, it's tongue one of these, out. Just yeah, you know, the best, my favorite is when up, I, dude. it's like, you know, like those player cards, like when they're like, Carl, Anthony Towns, he like looks up, like that's just me, dude. Like I just look up and I'm like. Do you think the hair oh, has yeah. something to do with your like bravos or your like machismo or just how mm. how confidently you carry yourself? Yeah, he's so big dicking us with his hair. Yeah, <laughs> I'm big dicking us just like you always big dick us with all your words. I always love why you like play around and you're like, ah. Like I don't know what word I'm gonna use, so I'm gonna throw out three synonyms of each other, and none. And Declan and Andrew don't know any of them. Machismo. Machismo. You gotta say it more <laughs> Italian next time. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, and I get shit for this all the time. Is I hang out, and I want to preface this: you guys are not dumb guys. But I hang out from time to time with people that are smarter than me. Again, you're not dumb guys. I think you're smarter <laughs> than me in a lot of. Look, no, there's no way of saying that. That doesn't sound bad. Okay. Oh yeah, dude. Sure. All right. So you're looking at two guys right here that aren't smart have only been called dumb guys this entire time we've been doing this podcast so. yeah in any case i hang out with people that are far, smarter than all of us let's just go with that okay and i'll say word, and i'll try to mingle in some words like i do here and i'll, I'll say words like, like i'll be uh, an egregious like misplacement of a word like i'll put a word in and i'm like i don't entirely sure what, i'm not entirely sure what it means but i think it means like this and then i'll just throw it in a sentence and see what happens and when i'm hanging out with some of these smart people they don't let it fly and they're like that doesn't mean that and i have like a couple of my roommates are very smart and, and smarter than me in a lot of ways and if i like try to slip in a word and like i like butcher it i, I can't remember the last time i used a word that was like it kind of meant what i was trying to say but not really at all and they're just like what are you trying to do and it, it's definitely like a case of me just trying to sound smart and then not actually being that smart yeah you start keeping tabs on yourself because i would love to get a word in there mm -hmm. i do want to go on record and say though like as much as 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 many dumb things that declan says on this podcast yeah the kid is very 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 smart when it comes to things that you don't hear so in the english the english language back backseat backseat the car sometimes yeah. it doesn't even get a ride into the car <laughs> Okay. Uh, but doesn't make the cut. <laughs> doesn't, make, doesn't make the cut. But when it comes to like, uh, you know, equations or something that uh, you I, need, you need to figure out like what needs to. I don't even know. You give the examples, but you're wicked smart and things that I don't even think about ever. Uh, a good example was the knowing more about guitar than actually being able to play it. So, um, mm, this is a good example. Yeah, you were. Andrew was complimenting me on this the other day when I was like talking about like Jimi Hendrix and like how he plays like a guitar solo. We were talking Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash, yeah. Right. And how great guitar soloists will, you know, have a scale that they'll play in uh, within the rhythm of a song. So if it's like an E scale, that is a scale that spans the entire length of the guitar, every mostly all the frets. And once you memorize that and know where they are, you can kind of play around with the rhythm of the song. Um, but great guitar soloists such as Jimi hendrix or input a lot of different people will actually escape the scale is what they call it and so then they will um you know play a note that is in the scale and then play a quick note out of it to then transition into a new one so when you hear it's it's just being more creative with telling the story of the solo and you said all that without being able to play the guitar um no i i mean i played guitar for like I still play guitar. I'm not like great at it. I keep up with it every once in a while, but 
he's better at explaining the uh, the, the highest level of guitar than mm. actually being able to play the highest right. level. Of like guitar. I can play the E scale, but that's, mean, a, that's, that's about scale. it. Yeah. yeah. So I just wanted to hype up my uh, my co- my co-host here after you try to shoot us both down. I wanted one of us to stand taller. Yeah. Who? By the way, who are you hanging out with? Like, yeah. are you hanging out with Elon Musk or uh, uh, Brent Musburger? Brent like, Musburger. Yeah. Good. Like Vern well, Longquest. There's some and, smart cats out there. And there Stephen some, A. Smith. Like some smart dudes. I would. Stephen A. Smith has a pretty good vocabulary. I will say. Yeah, I just named all sports analysts. <laughs> but <laughs> maybe do you that's your problem of like. No, no, no. Those guys are the people that I'm thinking are hanging out with you because oh. they all have great vocabulary. They do have great vocabulary. I think Stephen A. Smith gets away with some things just because he just says it in a mo- when he says it like a big word. He really like like he puts a little the emotion gravitas behind it. So oh my yeah. god, why the what the hell is that word gravitas? Oh, there was one yeah, word yeah. that I want to say with uh, with our man's Jay Christensen in here. Uh, cream cream de la creme is that yeah. the phrase? Yeah. Dang it. I, I panicked and I was like, that's not it. And I'm, <laughs> I don't want to go through the, uh, how are you going to use it? Um, his, his, um, he made the red comment, how the red camera is the best camera in Hollywood for shooting. And then he made the, the drone comment, but he didn't follow it up with like, this is the best one. And I was like, Oh, is the drone one also the cream de la creme? Dude, I should have fucking done it. I pet, I pussied out. That's all right. Next time, you know, yeah. I was watching this like video of this dude, and, like on YouTube, some random video that popped up on my home home screen, and he was like in France, but he spoke like he he's American, he spoke really good English, but then he would just throw in this is like next level from what I do. He just threw in random French words, and wow. you're like, and you're like, holy shit, this dude's like a genius. Yeah, like he will say something, and then the the last word of the sentence, he'll say the French word, like he'll say the French pronunciation or translation of the word, and it'll be like, holy crap. Ah, oh, the language of love. And then it, you, it makes you feel smart because you understand what he's saying because he did the whole sentence and the last word was in French. But at the same time, it makes him look even smarter because you're like, like a drop of the hat. He can he can yeah. switch into French. That's major BDE. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just like spending a lot of time writing jokes on not being able to spell the word hors d'oeuvres, and that's also French. People forget about that. <laughs> I think that's like one of the yeah. Why don't you just use snacks? Yeah, well, <laughs> we're not doing the, we're not doing this here, <laughs> not here, dude. Um, but it is kind of funny how, um, like to even go back to the J thing real quick is like he was very impressed with how we speak, which I don't know if anybody's ever given us that compliment. Yeah, that was a good question by him. I like that. Like, where'd you guys learn how to speak? Well, we were just we've been fucking around for two and a half years. Oh, I, I didn't <laughs> think it was so much like a speaking thing. I thought it was more of a like probing like question thing i didn't think it was so much about how you deliver what you say it's yeah. like how do you come up with the things that you say because i think that is hard for people yeah. to get he even used the term dimensional with their conversations of like asking questions that elicit better responses than just mm. about the weather or just asking things that anybody could look and see like right. when did you start flying drones that sort of stuff yeah, yes. things that could not they don't fit in the place when you ask them yeah they they have like a, se- a sequential theme where it's diving deeper is that dimensions right yeah yeah yeah, yeah you got it yeah i i was that was fun i, I loved yeah. that part of it um yeah dude is it funny that uh this never peak logo has a peak on it has oh. a as a has a false peak on it is that what it is like a peak in front of the actual peak hmm. that's what you're pointing that's out that's right? the logo so like the logo is a peak and it says never peak mm-hmm. is, is, is that funny that they use a peak or is this logo a false peak? 
Maybe. Oh man, now I'm getting kind of confused. Let's we'll ask Gabe Malinsky. Like it says, never peak. Yeah. However, yeah. There's a peak right here. Oh, oh, wait. Okay. Now my logo thing of saying that's a false peak actually might be his intention. It's got to be that. Yeah. Right. I hope it is. Maybe it's like an arrow. They keep going up. No, I think it's a false peak. Okay. We'll go with that. Do you know what a false peak is? At least. It's just a. Like it looks like the peak, but then there's more peak like behind. You it. get to it, and you're like, "Oh, are you getting yeah. close enough?" And it's like, "Oh, there's a bigger peak." Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's it's pretty. It. It's pretty intuitive. Like, yeah, no, it I I put that together, dude. Let's just give Andrew the credit there. Yeah, snaps the Andrew's yeah, snaps, snaps, snaps Randy. <laughs> also, I, but who are you actually hanging out with? For a 20 year old to say, "Oh, you guys aren't dumb guys. I just hang out with a lot of smart people." At the age of 20. Are you? I mean, a lot of my friends I just consider to be very smart, and they're they are, and a lot of different. I like. I, th- I think it's kind of cool. A lot of my friends are just they're smart. They're smarter than me in different ways, mm. and some of them I have to be careful when I te- when I say that because they'll just take the nuance out of it and be like, "Oh, you said that I'm smarter than you," because I think a lot of people think I carry myself with a my I carry myself around with a lot of like confidence where everybody's like oh tyler thinks he's the smartest guy in the room and i don't i like to think sometimes i have good things to say but there are people that are smart like i have a friend nick hammer shout out nick he won't listen to this probably but he like he is a probably one of the best vocabularies i know and if you think i weave in words like he is he's really good with it sometimes he's a little obnoxious about it where he's like you wanted me to notice that you use that big word but at the same time he's really good with it my other friend sam I think Deck, you and my friend Sam would get along pretty well because a lot of just mm-hmm. the, the topics you bring up, um, he's like the kind of guy who just asks like what if questions for days. He literally has a note like in his notes in his phone, just questions that are hard to answer that he'll just whip out at any time if conversation's running dry, and he'll just like start wow. shooting away questions about like what like just the most profound things you can think about like more philosophical yeah philosophical. usually philosophical some of yeah. them are like kind of stupid like how many holes does a straw have sort of a thing but is water wet right but a lot of them are also very philosophical he's also very into like uh well he is a, he has this thing where he wants to live in like a tiny home someday oh. one know. hole <laughs> so if nick hammer doesn't up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the delay on that was oh it was un- un- what <laughs> 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 that was good timing, dude. I liked what you did there. I was the dumb one, man. Yeah, sure were, dude. You should. I mean, if Nick Hammer's not going to listen, by the way, wow, just realizing how great of a name Nick Hammer is. Oh, wow. He's also on the Ultimate Frisbee team at Minnesota. Ultimate Frisbee. Oh, no, dude. I'm out. Get him back in. Am I, I'm back. Are you back? Yeah, yeah I'm he's back. back. I can hear myself. Holy shit. Dude, that was crazy. I, that's. Yeah, connect them to the internet so we're not seeing that thing I anymore. I was podcasting too hard or, or turn it off. Um, oh. He's on the Ultimate Frisbee team, and Ultimate Frisbee culture is like the nicknames that they have are insane. He once told a story which started out, me, Cash, Beef, and Rondo were all walking back. <laughs> and that's just their names. And they call him Hammer because his last name is Hammer. Of course. And they got him like this sweet chain that had like a hammer on it, like a pendant. So he he, he plays it up sometimes. Wow. That's great. Oh, that's very cool. That's sick. Very neat. And, that's oh. super cool. Andy, how's your day? Because you don't seem to care about anything that I just said. I did. I did ramble on for a while, so my apologies. My day was good. I had a very productive day. Okay. Um, I've been loving this week, um, and I'm very excited that we're here shooting the shit on the back end show with you again. Because it's been, I think, three weeks since. Uh, it's been a while. My ankle's still in the same spot it was when we left. I think. Dude, you got to rehab that thing. I know. I've been doing my one-legged balancing more every day. 
but it's I uh, rolled out a ton today and it got a lot looser. So good. I'm taking baby steps, but I'm gonna jump into my average quality because this plays into how my week's been going and kind of the previous week as well. Um, my average quality has been um, handling the short patience that I've been presented with my co-host in the past week and a half. I think I've been at times I've had a great um, I've 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 handled it with a lot of uh, gratitude in in the sense of he's putting in these long hours and I need to just breathe and roll with his short ended responses. And other times I get very angry that he's being short with me and he is like in and out. Um, so my average quality is my patience with my co-host as he's battling a tough time of exhaustion um, and he's just he's pushing him to his limits and I have not been great. So this is a, a moment where Ty and I would like to bring in a little intervention in Aztec. Mm. Um, how are you doing? Oh, not good. <laughs> Clearly. I have been burning myself out, and I have been short with Andrew, and that's all very true. Um, so I was thinking about that today um, because, <laughs> oh, this is great. Um, there are times uh, with Andrew and I where – Andrew is confident that something doesn't work and I will walk in and fix it very quickly and then usually hang out and, you know, give him shit for it or just like show him how it actually works. Um, but last night was a great example of being short, being a dick and challenging Andrew's patience on, your, on your part, on my part. Yeah. This is all my, this is all me addressing this. Um, and it was just basically like, Andrew was saying he couldn't upload a video of more than 100 megabytes to Sprout to post on social media. And I was like, not true. Like, let me show you how to do it. And then it worked. And before it even, like, finished downloading and he dropped it in there in, like, to see if it would actually work, I was like, all right, can I do it? See it. <laughs> it was, I'm sorry, man. I, I was just burnt. I am burnt out right now, to be honest. Totally burnt out. So. Yeah, and there's times where I'm like, all right, I know he's fucking just dead. So I'm just going to, like let him walk all over me and then just like forget about it and then there's other times where i want to battle him and it's just like all right now this is just fucking brutal yeah. and we're just gonna bang heads and we're both irritated at this point and we're both grabbing our hair and fucking we're doing, doing that this, fucking dude. weird we're doing, thing we're, that you always do we're, we're doing this and we're yeah. just both in our heads just going off oh, for fuck's sake dude like <laughs> god damn it like so, ugh, brutal but yeah i gotta I don't, I don't know. I mean, what do you guys suggest like I do to avoid some burnout? Cause I have a few ideas, but I want to hear it from you first. Um, slow down when you get home. I know you have to be in this like, go, go, go mentality, but just like slow down mm. for a second. Mm. I think uh, like short term between the two of you, at least this doesn't avoid burnout, but you can sort of identify like if he comes, if you come storming in it, like his room or something, you can be like, look, I've had a long day and just like verbalize it. From a third party's mm -hmm. perspective, that's something I know I don't do well a lot of times where I'll kind of carry the weight of something on my shoulders and take it out on other people. And I think it's just good if they can identify that, like, maybe you can't help him feel less burnt out, but at least you can know that it's not your fault that he's being mad at you sort of a thing. So you don't also have to carry the burden of what he's carrying around. But like that, I said, that's a short term thing. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's also on me, too, to like I because of the go, go, go mentality, I will breeze over. Like if I am feeling like, uh, like that I need to address it. Cause I'm like, ah, whatever onto the next thing. So that's a great point. I'll yeah. If you're just giving me shit about it, just be like, Dex, slow down. You, you dumb idiot. That would, that would be like a wake up call for sure. 
Because that's what it takes a lot of times. I'm like the most, I do not, I'm, I am at times I'm the most self-aware person, but at, the, at times I'm the least self-aware person. Yeah. Um, for sure. Yeah. And here's another like very one-off example that really is meaningless, but is <laughs> whole hilarious to me is yesterday when Deck just stomped on me when we played NCAA 14. Is it 14? 14. Yeah. yeah. NCAA best, best football game of all time uh, yeah. on the Xbox 360. And, uh, Deck just stomped on me, and I was just trying to score a late touchdown for fun, and I threw a pick six, or I think I ended up tackling him, but he intercepts the ball, and he goes, should have thrown it to the fullback, you dumb bitch, <laughs> and just fucking and just runs it for another, like, 30 yards, and I might have tackled him, I think the time ran out or whatever, but I just, like, looked over at him, and you could just see, you could see the exhaustion in him when he fucking made that. It wasn't even like he was, like... He made that pick, and it was just like a great play. Or he was just like, "I fucking ran train on you. This was meaningless, you dumb bitch." And uh, I was just like, "Dude, fuck, man! Like, <laughs> I finished this game. I tried not to be like a sore loser, and you just run all. You yeah. just got to say that to finish the game. You're that wasn't very nice. <laughs> it wasn't nice at all. Is Saint Thomas in that game? Uh, no. Oh, that'd be so cool. You can yeah. upload the team if you want. I'm sure you can. Yeah. If someone created them, you know, like we did our – I always had my high school team when I played high school football. Yeah, someone so on I. our team would always create every player. Yeah. 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 God, that game is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh, I don't – I mean, I think my schedule is a big issue in terms of why I've been acting like a, a dingleberry. Um, <laughs> to put it – you know, <laughs> use creative words, <laughs> to put Ty. It, to put it lightly. <laughs> to put it lightly. Yeah, I mean – You've like, gotten dried out, dude. Yeah, I'm fucking sun dried, dude. You're sun dried. I got put in Josh Scheffner's like new little. There. <laughs> oh, dude. Berry, dude. Oh, you gotta rip it off, bro. Yeah, I got. Also, you get some chafing. Low hanging fruit, dude. Get it out. Yeah, absolutely. But what about your schedule? Just a brutal. schedule. It's just nuts. It's like, uh, I, I'd like so a good definition of burnout, and I think this might be a good way to like analyze what's happening is when the reward of what you're doing or the value that you perceive of what you're doing doesn't equal the input of what you're putting in. Mm. So under that definition, what are things that you're doing that you don't feel like the, the output basically is matching the input? Um, waking up at 4am to go to work and having to be there because we're pouring concrete at five. So yeah. I need to make sure all my ducks are in a row with the people that are pouring the concrete before we pour. Like we're at the point in the job where, like we have 20 pours left out of the 800 pours. So everybody showing up has got this thing figured out. So I don't need to be there and gas myself from, cause the thing is like, I'm most of the bulk of my work that I get done where input equals output is from, you know, noon to four in the morning. It's, I show up and it's Declan do this, Declan do that. Hey man, put this fire out. Hey, we need to talk about this. I'm not getting anything done that's like on my short checklist, essentially. So I wish I could just show up later or get a workout in and like relieve myself of all my all my angst. But at the same time, like I'm also thinking about the podcast, right? I'm that's always on my mind too. So I'm trying to figure out who's gonna be coming on the show, like making sure we're booked out through a certain amount of time. I always will stress myself out about that. But then when you add in the fact that like I'm getting probably four hours of sleep every night, I'm practicing comedy, staying out late every single night to try and 
deliver good bits about, you know, hors d'oeuvres. And then also on top of that, putting together podcasts and everything like, yeah, it's a, it's a fuck ton of work, man. Yeah. So, and it's just the point in time in the job, right? So like our job, my time with this job is going to be done around probably January and then I'll move on to a different job. So we're in like the closeout stage where the, you need all the gas you got to finish this thing out. So that would say that's probably the root cause. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think it's tough too when your like primary, so I think the easiest way to obviously measure value or like output is money. And when your main source of money is coming from something that maybe isn't your main source of like joy, joy or however you want to put it, I think that's probably a tough balance to have to strike. And Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's it's tough, especially when you're thinking about it all the time too. And you're just kind of like, you don't want to be there all the time. Yeah. That's difficult. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and yeah, like, of course I want to take like back pocket full time, but it's also just like not pissing me off, but knowing it's just a long process. Like, yeah, we, we have goals to, to get advertisers by end of August and we're like not even close, but in the sense of, you know, close is that end result of finally like closing on one. We're, right. we're on it, like getting there and trying to figure it out. But like, I need to be spending time on getting on those kind of things. Yeah. Right. I really only have enough time right now to be producing a podcast, get turning out the content, but I don't have a lot of time with figuring out the valuation of back pocket, figuring out what's our next move in terms of like a party and event. I haven't even given any of that a thought, um, figuring out, you know, um, advertisers, what's our best Avenue, what, what things will be most beneficial where we're not like breaking our backs for like a hundred bucks. Right. So there's just like all these different things that are swirling in my head of like, how can we do this all in like the limited time, then factoring in the fact that like I am trying to compete in comedy stuff right now and like hitting open mics like crazy and this closeout stuff for work. It's insane. Yeah. Wow. So thanks, Andrew. I'll try and be better. I'm trying to figure out how ways to just mitigate because it it sounds like I just got to cut one out. No, I think you just have a lot of open ended questions or like needs and they're never going to be figured out like none of those things are going to be answered tomorrow oh yeah by any of that and you're trying to figure it's just the nature of everyone like i go through that every day and ty goes through it every day we're all talking about how we overextend ourselves and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and the need to have an answer to something or the need to just have it like the off your shoulders or something like just moved um is something that you just got to like fucking write down or something, or just like the things that you're like most scared about with the podcast or most like excited about or something, you got to say it. You can't, you can't just like walk into my room and say fucking 200 milligram or 200 megabytes or whatever of sprout can be uploaded there. Good night. And like be pissed about me asking you that or something. Oh, I wasn't mad. I was just like, I got to go to bed. Exactly. (laughs) But there's other things that you're like probably going through. Like Andrew, if you can't figure this out, we got to be doing this at this level or something. Sure. You just got to say it, man. Yeah. Like I, I don't transparency. Know. I don't know. I, since I've been trying to do that more frequently, I, I have just a lot more of just like, all right, my yeah. day is clean. Like I, my boss knows everything that I'm going through right now. You know, everything that I'm going through right now and right. the people closest around me know everything about me. Mm. I'm not, I'm not a hiding. I'm not person hiding behind um, a closed door. Yeah. Um, which feels very good. Cause I was trying to hide for so long. And now I'm just like, dude, I'm not, I, this is, this is my life. And this open book. Is, oh, I'm an open book. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, that's a good point. I feel like I've definitely. It's not that I haven't shielded myself. I guess I've just like you think pushed you a lot of yeah. Oh yeah, I've just like pushed a lot of stuff to the side. Like oh, I'll get that figured out later or this. And there's just so much going on that it's just it boils over. Yeah, yeah. Simple as that. You know, like the concept of like an infinite game versus a finite game. Like it's, it's like football is a finite game. Is it? Yeah. Well, it's a Simon. It's a Simon Sinek thing, and apparently he uses the example of like the Cold War or like a lot of wars that America has been in. But football, for example, would be a finite game, and like an infinite game. I'm trying to think. Like the back pocket patience. podcast. The Learning back patience. pocket podcast would be like an infinite. So like I'm talking about like contextualizing it in your life. I think it'd be helpful to like identify okay what's what's finite and what's infinite because that really dictates how much like effort that you need to be putting into something or just a whole like so the back pocket i would say is probably an infinite game so i think you have to realize that the small things like andrew calling you in his room like or for example not that this happens but like if you can't get a post out like one day it's like okay that's not the end of the world because we're not playing a yeah. finite game you know it's not like a football game where if i don't score this touchdown i don't win if you don't put this post out it's not like you don't win the back pocket like it's an infinite game whereas something maybe like your job you know, you, you have to get that task done because if you don't, there's more direct result. Like, oh, maybe you get fired or you get disciplined somehow. So I think identifying those things too might be mm-hmm. helpful to know. Like, okay, you know, comedy. If I don't go to this open mic, that means I'm. It doesn't mean I'm not going to be a comedian because that's an infinite game. So right. that may be something to think about too. Yeah, and that, I, and you know what? That's really a great point because, um, I've like, I get in these situations where like if I don't do it this way, then I'm not going to get the same result. So Mm -hmm. like when I did super well from my first competition round, like I went to an open mic every single night and had to dial in a joke by the end of it. Best feeling of my life. I was like, that was so awesome. So worth it. Everything input output, but to the same degree, like I need to be looking at it more of like comedy is, is, is an infinite game. I don't have to go every single night to put out a good you know three minute bit or whatever it is on on whatever on thursday yeah or so, if you do throw out a bad one it's like oh sweet oh well right next one up yeah it's not a big deal mm-hmm. so yeah so that's not i, how I you, like that that's that and i, lo- I love that because that's like the symbolic of the better way of phrasing of every day i have a chance to win yeah if it's if you look at it as an yeah. infinite game well look it up simon sinek infinite game he explains it far better than i do but that's you get the premise right on man i love your uh, your simon sinek reference uh what's your average quality ty dude okay so my average quality i think and i kind of has been picking this up lately is been like identifying like what some of my not nervous ticks, but just like habits are and one big one is like okay this is part of it big one is like picking up my phone and this happens a lot during mm. work i've noticed a lot this summer is i'm kind of killing my productivity because I'll be just like typing and then like, I'll, like just a habit is just like reaching over and looking at my phone. And then there's a whole thing about screen time, obviously, but then, you know, you open it up and like you nothing, you accomplish nothing by opening your phone in that instance. And it like, it kills a bunch of time and all of a sudden you get sucked in or whatever. So I'm trying to like try to consciously not do that because I, I shouldn't be doing it during class or all these sorts of things. I just, and it's not like drive it like it's just bad. So today I kind of had the idea of like, I, 
a lot of times when I'm like in meetings and stuff and I'll like, I'll have like a rubber band by my desk or something. I'll just kind of play it up, like pick it up and kind of fiddle with it. I'm like, okay, maybe it's something I can do of just having one around my wrist a lot of the time. And you see me do it here. Maybe it's a little obnoxious. Like maybe don't do it that extremely. I love it. But like, I think it's hilarious. Just something that it's not like something that I can occupy myself with. And I even think about it when I'm in this podcast too. Like there'll be times where like I'll get a text during the podcast and I'll kind of like pull it up. And then all of a sudden, like I'm out of the conversation and I like to be able to be, in the conversation Ooh. so anything that can kind of keep like the physical i don't know if it's a left brain right thing 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 but like anything that can keep the motor functionality engaged while i can listen because that's the best part about podcasts is that you can be doing something else while you're listening i just need to make sure that that other thing isn't me being on my phone that's nice. a great that's great and i love that you're picking up the rubber band and yeah. not picking up chewing I know. This <laughs> might be the, no, I'm also a big gum chewer. I just haven't, for some reason, bought gum in a while. So maybe I need to get back into that. Gum, yeah. The rubber band's kind don't of like... Don't chew tobacco. Don't no, chew I've, tobacco. I know. I know, I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Is it like like cool? Like it it like it looks kind of cool, but like I'm too like scared to try. Like, don't try. You'll get a, you'll get a sweet head rush, than, but yeah, uh, like, I'm quitting. I made that yesterday. Was on oh, you chew? <laughs> A lot. Oh, oh really? Andrew's Andrew throws in chas or had thrown in chas. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Really? Well, I don't. We I'm don't chew on the podcast. the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Don't need to do that. Yeah. Uh, the what was I going to say? Crap. Oh, the um, spin seeds, but you can't really do that all the time in a professional setting. Yeah. My uh, when I was working with Caleb today, the s- Facebook was being super slow, and twice we like both looked at each, like when it was loading, we j- both grabbed our phones and we're like scrolling, and we just. We're like, we're not doing anything like right. it's. And then like the, that little break right there creates this, like the, the need to grab your phone. It's like, don't oh, do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Your need to like always be doing something, always be distracted. That's, yeah. I mean, that's the same thing I do when my computer's slow or something at work. I'll have it, but I noticed, and I think I've said this on the podcast before, but if I like really need to get something done and my phone's out, I would just like turn it, simply turn it over. Dude, I just broke oh, frick, dude. Okay. Playing around with it too much. I get another, that That's my, why they sell like a bag of 500 of them. That's my other concern. I'm like, I'm going to break it. Get a thick go, one, dude. Dude, I'm going to show up with like a whole sleeve of rubber bands just so I just break them. Don't sleep with it on, though. I don't want to. I don't want our intern to lose his left arm. Oh, that'd be horrible. Circulation. Circulation, gets yeah. You wake up with a blue arm and says he can't show up to podcast. Yeah, like, That's it, the worst. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like it rolls up to like up here or something? No, it rolls up to like. Just can't even, it could sick, be like ready even to hear. Just wake up with a sick bicep pump. Yeah, you sure. Just got a, a dangly arm. Our, our intern with a nub, but he's so good <laughs> behind the mics. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts my OBS ability. I'm just. just <laughs> no, you got to be like this, dude. Yeah. Nose. I think it would be your nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also check out like what apps are notifying you and whether or not you, you see value in that. Yeah. I turn off notifications for like all social media. Like I just don't have those. Sweet. On. Um, but like even, I don't even need notifications to go on my phone. Is it yeah. I've noticed like, I mean, like Facebook was Facebook and LinkedIn are like the king of like notifying you for shit that doesn't matter. Just a stupid <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, like, especially I- like commenting on a LinkedIn post and then all of a sudden it's like, this person and 39 others commented on it too yeah, it's, like, it's like ah dude don't care yeah. oh that that is the worst notification you can get right or like so and so like on twitter i remember when i had it on it's like so and so and like other people liked this tweet and i'm like i don't care like cool like i guess no like eh, this is all dumb yeah so i just eliminating mm-hmm. as much notifications as you possibly can what helps as yeah. well what i've been doing is just keeping my phone on do not disturb more mm. So like when I, cause there'll be times where like group chats pop off or even you'll get like one text message and it just like, doesn't, those don't always super matter. 
yeah like, oh i want to respond right away but like they don't matter and i think it puts me more in control of when i look at my phone because when i have notifications like coming through because then i have like my watch and everything Mm -hmm. and it's like i feel beholden to my phone to like every time i get something even if i'm not gonna address it like i look at it and i'm like i get that temptation yeah so having on do not disturb is like gives me the power back to like when i want to look at my phone i'll look at my phone there you go make the actual intention and part when you do make that intention you're actually probably going to get something done yeah. whereas like if you just pick up your phone and you got the a blank canvas of to-do list on your phone then you're just going to go and right look at back pocket posts on instagram that's how classic. i spend most of my time classic yeah mm. especially when we tag you in every every post dude dude i was going to say that my if you looked at i like looking at people's um tag post <laughs> and if you look at mine it's just the back pocket feed is all it is love it there'll be like a couple of my friends but it's like Man, I, that's kind of a move I picked up recently is like looking yeah. at somebody's tag post is kind of telling about like who they are because they can have whatever Instagram feed that they want. But if they're not like tagged with a bunch of people, you're kind of like a suspect. Like these people have friends. Do they like do, do people like them Ooh, or just a more authentic version of them? Like we know we all yeah, know the people like who put this facade pick, up. Yeah. But if they're just like tagged in some like bar night out on a Saturday, mm-hmm. dude, that's their true form, you know? Yeah. And for me, it's just the back button. Like, for Ty, it's just like, well, I guess this kid does podcasting yeah. for this other thing called the Backpack Kids or something. Yeah, it's the <laughs> highest quality tagged thing section I bet anybody ever has. Like you look at it and there's just all these thumbnails and it's like. It's what? like super organized yeah. and everything. <laughs> Where am I? Yeah. <laughs> I got scared one time because I thought I was looking through our feed that is my own tagged and I was like noticing our tiles were all off. I was like, oh my God, oh. what's going on? I was like, oh wait, we don't tag ourselves <laughs> in our IGTV so they will not show up. Yeah. So Good dumb. Point. But I love it. I love it. Is it my turn? Yes. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll be I'll be brief so we can get on with our what did we learn because we got, you know, hell of lots of things to unpack there. Um my average quality, no brainer here, dude. My hair. <sighs> Bad. I always anytime I get my hair cut and like I look in the mirror again, like looking in looking at myself in the mirror far too often, when I do that, after I get my hair cut, I'm like, God dude, why did I why did I wait this long? Yeah. Why wait this long? What's your go-to cut? Like when you go on, what do you tell them to do? Five on the sides, and then just like a five clips. Clips That's so long. Clips on the top, dude, and then I think I'm gonna leave a little bit more lettuce on top this time. See what happens. You should just go like two on the sides and just leave it all on top. Don't do a fade. No, he's I'm got he's got that. a lot of hair. Yeah, he looks good a when it's five not. on the sides. He doesn't do like a high and tight look. He's like it's yeah. like a haircut. Yeah, this is a two. Like what you see on the sides. That's, that's like yeah, the industry standard haircut. That's what I get. Yeah. I get, I you. I mean, now I don't have enough hair to get that haircut. I, I just say, give me, just clean it up. <laughs> Please give me more do, hair. Do some maintenance. Pull the weeds. <laughs> Pull the weeds. <laughs> Trim the bush. Be careful now. Yeah. Oh, man. That's uh, all. Yeah. Hair, hair is your average quality. I mean, yeah. And you're going to get, you're going to improve tomorrow, right? Exactly. Kenwood. Shout out Kenwood. Shout out Kenwood Barber. Love that guy. Paul. He's phenomenal. If you're in the uptown area. Go get your haircut at Kenwood. Nice. Absolutely. It's phenomenal. And what did you learn, Deck? Um, I learned that people are giving TikTok a lot of hype. Are you talking with Piff going to the VMAs? I Dude, mean, that was super that cool. That, that was, was super cool. That was insane. It's like, what? He's yeah. on the red carpet. Wearing that? Oh, Dude, well, you have to if you're you got, him. You got to, right? I was like, I, was like, I want to... I want, I definitely want to just be like podcaster Declan, just looking like with my lion shirt, like, you know, like I would love that. But that's what Piff did, which I was super cool, stoked about. Um, but even before that, um, I saw this post, like, you know, they're, they're on LinkedIn, like 
so many different people will hype up uh like tiktok like oh tiktok's the next thing and it's like take it with a grain of salt as people always. do that on linkedin Dude, oh those, yeah I fucking, oh yeah i fucking hate those people on linkedin that like hype up they're like oh like they're gonna make tiktok like you know who's on tiktok is fucking 13 to 15 year olds they don't care about your b2b marketing strategy but but don't give me that here's what, <laughs> i'm not gonna i'm not gonna stand on my eye horse and and yeah. talk about what people say on linkedin but when i saw gary v yeah was like you need a tiktok tomorrow i was like oh no because it went through my head i was like tiktok's you know what ty just said tiktok's stupid it's for little kids i don't want to be going yeah. like on tiktok to get kids to engage. i think like the people on linkedin that talk about it they're, are they're yeah. kind of stupid do they know what they're talking about yeah. but then i when i saw the gary v thing on linkedin and then like a couple other people talk about it, i was like so do we need to be on linkedin i think back so that's my thing does plays back, do you think it does? And okay, here's the thing: you does have, that was my question, and what I could potentially learn is: does back pocket play on TikTok? You have to have a value proposition, like for any platform. Sure. And these people that are on LinkedIn pushing TikTok, are, are, like when you look at their TikToks, it's, it's just so bad. It's just them doing the things that are already happening, and it's like you're just a less entertaining version of what, like what you're just a copycat of what's happening. Like you being on TikTok and hopping on all these trends isn't enough. Like right. you have to have a unique sort of value proposition that. And remember, like, 12 to 18-year-olds primarily are going to want. And it's not some, like, 30-year-old white dude, like, doing stupid dances or whatever. Like, there needs to be – right. There needs to be some unique thing. I think that yeah. the back pocket has some – like, I haven't seen anybody do that. And I don't even know if it would work. And, like, you have to think about, like, Like, the, the content algorithm. we push on Instagram and shorter variations with more flair could work on TikTok. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I like I would look your only like North Star would be Gary Vee, like what he's doing. And he's just pushing a lot of the content that he has already and putting it on TikTok. And I think that's an okay strategy. I it's not working super well to my knowledge, just because it's like again, thirteen year olds, fourteen year olds, fifteen year olds. Yeah. So the back you'd have you'd have to do something we can talk about later because I have a lot of thoughts on TikTok and I okay. I, I know it pretty well, but like there, it's it's interesting. There just has to be some sort of value yeah. prop there. Right. And wow. like combining both your ideas or what both of what you're saying is like it needs to have some sort of value proposition and can we use the content that we're already creating i think there is a potential there for sure mm-hmm. it just what is the value like we know what tiktok tiktok's platform is and we know yeah. the people that go on it yeah. how do we want to reach to those people mm-hmm. i think that's tiktok's biggest value is they yeah. have insane engagement and all this stuff Dude, it's stupid so it's insane with that being said like what kind like that's my next question or yeah. brainstorm session is like what content in this insanely incredible content archive that is back pocket yeah. we can take two or three videos and or even just stuff from the past that we've already produced and and just test yeah so we have a ton of ton of stuff my first thought is you know like when you like have like gifts of yourself like you follow that sort of mindset of pulling out things that there you wouldn't necessarily put this conversation on TikTok and like cut in between all of us but just in vertical form like you would have to find you'd have to read between the lines in a lot of your content and say this is funny or valuable for a reason besides what you're saying right. like it's going to have to be dynamic in a different way mm-hmm. so i think that's where it would work you know like if you're making a, a funny face or something and it's like maybe it is a 5 second snippet of a conversation but then it like it's a zoomed in vertical of dex face like just making a stupid face or something right and like and then you'd put a meme little tag over it like when yeah. mom's spaghetti is cold right you know uh, eh, you know that sort like of that. mindset 
of mom spaghetti in the Eminem in the background. Yeah. Of course, the content <laughs> the content's not valuable for just what you said in the in the clip. Correct. Yeah, we can't we can't post like the normal like you can't repurpose 40s. what you're doing and put it one to one on it. Yeah, no, 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 it doesn't work like that. Yeah, no. All right, cool. Thanks. Got my answers there, Andrew. What'd you learn, dude? Um, so since we've last done a one you learn, I finished Shoe Dog. Oh, and I gotta read that. <laughs> it's hilarious. I I got that <laughs> for Christmas, and I finally read it here in July. Started in July, uh, proctoring in July, and then I finished it nearly by proctoring in August. So I was pretty pumped. I read a book in a in month. The, in a month, that was like nice. a big accomplishment for me. That's big. Not a huge reader, and you know, just becoming a bookworm over here. Sick brag by Andy. Um, Look at him go with all his, his new words. He's, 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 learned. He's, I learned. <laughs> and I learned. Um, is a perfect transition with what you brought up with uh, finite game. Uh, shoe dog, Phil Knight, playing a finite game. Um, an infinite game, rather, <laughs> of uh, Nike. I mean, it was an insane story. Of The word Nike is not used in the book until I think it was like page 146. Um and that and that and when it used it then it wasn't even in terms of the company nike and then nike gets you like becomes what it was i think it was like 13 years after he started selling shoes was when he start and uh created nike so like it took him 13 years to become what nike was and even then when he started nike it wasn't what it was he had this company called blue ribbon for 13 years and it was him selling shoes for a separate company called tiger um and just the trials and tribulations in that i mean if if if, when we ever have moments of oh shit like this is nothing every single thing i'm doing is stupid because i'm not seeing any like results right now or any big plays right now i mean just look to read read judok because it took him 13 years before he became something and it was like 13 years and he started blue ribbon when he was 30 ish so it was like nike didn't come into play until he was in his mid 40s i believe i could be fucking that up but i want to say i'm pretty spot on yeah um so that's pretty cool damn that's crazy yeah Yeah. no that is i'm reading it right now actually first couple chapters in right now yeah he he gets to go through another andy book with a bunch of underlines yeah there's all kinds of great stuff i write in my books Hmm. I, like bracket stuff, just keep swimming. You're like, absolutely, Andrew, gonna keep swimming. I wish it was easier to like write in books because that just slows me down. That's like my biggest. Like, I want to underline because you like. There's so much content in a book that it's impossible to retain it all. But it's just so it slows you down so much to mm-hmm. write things. And so what it. what I try to do, and I'm not great at it, but I try is underline something and write two word, two to four words about why I underlined it. And then when I'm done with the book, I will create a Word document document, and I will bracket every single thing I have underlined into a Word document and put the page number and then write, like, expand upon those four words. So then I know, like, I never have to go back to Shoe Dog to figure out why I thought this book was so dope. I can just go to my Word doc and then type in, like, oh, Nike. And then it'll take me to, like, the five times that it said Nike, and I, like, was I had some resonating moment with it. It's dedication. Yeah. Have you actually done that? Yeah, I've done it with this book called Essentialism, which is the disciplined pursuit of less, um, which I thought was dope. And then a couple of Buddhism books that when I was super into Buddhism in college, 
Yeah. I had a Buddhism face. You had a Buddhism stance. So, so Zenful over here. <laughs> hey, he's Zen, dude. Yeah. Uh, that was his currency. Ones. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I try to do. Zen. That's what you do. Yeah. All right, Ty. What did you learn? I learned that to like things like this podcast or my podcast or just a bunch of things that we do that don't always have a direct ROI that to the people who it should matter to, it will matter. And I think I brought this up a, like a little bit ago a couple episodes ago like on the back end show about you guys like when you were explaining the back pocket and like you always find yourself getting in the weeds when you explain it to people and it's like most people just want headlines of like what the back pocket is but to the people that really care about what it is and are invested in it like what you say will matter to them you mm-hmm. know and i've i've come across that and shout out mile biggs i remember when i was on his podcast Ralph's journey he asked me if i had run into anything where people were like kind of like just like haters basically was his question. Like, have you run into any haters with the podcast? I'm like, no, I hadn't yet. And it was still pretty early on. Um, but like coming around to doing like another season or just it like doesn't even have to be the podcast. Just like I do some work for free and I do like, for example, the, like this, the back pocket and stuff. And I'm starting to pick up vibes from friends or just people around me that they're, they, they question like why I do this or why I do my podcast. And they, they're kind of like, they start by questioning it and then they get just kind of like sometimes just a little mean about it and they're like that's kind of dumb that you do that basically is the ethos of what they say and I've it was affecting me a little bit for a while of like not like me thinking like oh it is dumb but me thinking like like why do they think it's dumb like why why don't they like it like the do whole, they have a point the, do they have a point like the whole reason I'm doing this is so like the whole reason I'm doing a podcast so other people will like it the whole reason I'm doing like something like the back pocket is so I can make my skills more marketable so that other people see value in this the experiences that I have and so it was like what is the point sort of a thing but then I I thought kind of back to the conversation that we had about like the people that it like it should matter to it will matter to and the like the most clear-cut thing I can think about is like my podcast so whenever I never talk about my podcast to people like you guys talk about it a ton like you you could talk to like very many of my friends and they'd be like oh he has a podcast like they don't know and that's on purpose because I think my podcast is unlike yours pretty niche down on the type of person like it's meant for like this season's about it's meant for entrepreneurs and creatives in the midwest so that doesn't fit everybody like i think a lot of people almost anybody could listen to back pocket and enjoy it my podcast not so much so like when someone's like oh you have a podcast i'm like yeah and early, you know you, usually people are pretty nice they're like oh what is it like you know what is it about and i kind of explain it and they're like oh and i'm like i always have to say like like if you don't want to listen to it you don't have to listen to it just because you're my friend or something like you know, it's basically, it's not meant for you. Like it's, you, you know, it's not meant for you to enjoy it. And I always have to bring myself back to that of like, just because they say like, Oh, this is a dumb podcast, maybe in content or maybe just in concept of me spending time on it. I have to remind myself like, well, it's not meant for everybody. And it's maybe not meant for them. You know, it's, it's something that I always have to remember. Like there is a point to me doing it. I, I know why I'm doing it. And what other, whatever, what other people say, you know, the people that I'm not making it for, that's an invalid opinion in my mind like maybe there's some validity there but like it's invalid from the standpoint of that's not the reason i'm doing it and that's not the person i'm doing it for mm, you're not you don't need to spend your time pleasing the people that aren't going to be pleased by it regardless yeah and it i and i i'm i struggle like, I, I don't even know if it's about like a pleasing thing because i i try not to be like a people pleaser like i try to just stick to what i like to do and try to do that but yeah. there, there probably is an aspect of that i think for me too it's just like when you we talked about burnout, but when you do stuff that doesn't have an ROI to it, that doesn't have like a direct return, it's you, 
you find yourself like asking those questions and it just never helps when other people ask them the same questions that you are and you're like shit like yeah. maybe maybe they do have a point maybe i have a point maybe like all this stuff doesn't matter and like maybe there's no reason for me doing it but you you just have to like you just have to cancel all that out and it's so hard to do but it's something that like i've just made myself do recently good i love that man it's so it's like think about how you're like actively practicing that and like you're making something that you enjoy that's ultimately for the service of others like you want you mentioned like i want to make this podcast so that other in the hopes that other people listen to it right that specific person is a specific person yeah um but like think about that whole like journey in itself like we run into this situation all the time like the journey of like being constantly challenged on what you're doing that you love so much and you are in times probably failing to justify it or maybe you're at the next roadblock or the next um, just thing that is just like, you can't, you haven't solved it yet. Like that constant, like process w- will make you a better person. Yeah. It will just mold you into this freaking David Beckham looking dude. Yeah. And it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Like that. I mean, we do it all. We like, we try to do it all the time and it's, it's that constant reminder of like, always challenge yourself every day. You have a chance to win and just, keeping that humble mindset man yeah and it always seems like a bit paradoxical too because when you consider like so somebody says oh you have a podcast and to them maybe they're like oh it's stupid you're wasting your time on it like it like oh they just have a little podcast but for you guys for example they don't see all the work that goes into it they don't see the whole setup all the time and you try to explain that to them and you're like but look it's more than just like me with a microphone up in my room just talking about whatever it's, it's more than that but to them it doesn't even matter so like to the whole point yeah. of like you trying to explain it to them because they think that it's not anything like that should just be all cast aside anyways, because yeah. you're just going to keep trying to feed yourself in this loop of like the people that are skeptical, you want to explain yourself more to, but they don't believe in it anyway. So there's going to be no point to try to explain it. And it's like, you get caught up in these loops of like trying to please people. And it's just, it just, it shouldn't, it shouldn't happen because it, it's just, there's no point to it because you know why you do it. And that's why you should be doing it. Mm-hmm. But it gets tiring trying to, yeah, it gets tiring. And that's, that's all it needs to be said. And that's why I want the feel good story. And this was going to be my feel good story from the get go. And I'm stoked that you led me in this way is I'm thankful for you guys. Like no joke. Um, Both of you have been super dedicated to something that is hopefully bigger than ourselves. And that's the intention behind it. It's not, we're not trying to change the world we're not trying to create something that's never been done but we're just doing something that we care about and we show up and we do it and we care about it and we do it and that's the only reason why we continue to come here from six o'clock you showed up today at like five forty, and it's now nine o'clock and you had a long day internship and you're getting ready for school deck you woke up at four this morning and it's nine o'clock right now and we just we just we chose to do this with our past three hours and i think that's the fucking coolest thing and i'm thankful for both of you because this is all that i want to do for the next three hours and sometimes i'm like all right i don't want it to go too long because ty is gonna get like antsy he's got to get somewhere to go i don't want to go too long because dex got to uh get to bed and get started for tomorrow i don't want it to go too long because i have to turn and burn this thing for thursday to get it out to everyone. But in reality, all I want to do is sit right here and have this conversation for as long as possible. 
but I know it's not the best content. So we got <laughs> to wrap it up at some point. Yeah. Yeah, we got to be, dis- be disciplined. We got to be disciplined. Yeah. But it's, it's freaking sweet that we have each other. So when we are feeling long and we are feeling tired, you got a couple guys over here that are always ready to help pick you up. When you are feeling exhausted and you, you've been punched in the face for waking up wicked early and being packed with your day because you want to do all this dope shit and you're tired and Andy asks you a stupid question and you roll your eyes for, oh for fuck's sake <laughs> and you give him the answer and say I'm going to bed you got someone over here to be like hey buddy way to kill it today Thanks. and that's pretty cool that we got each other in, 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 in a realm where we're speaking kind of out to people um, pretending that we have, have a little a, audience right here audience. we got each other always fuck yeah dude that's I the feel that. good story that's that was awesome. amazing I love you, dude. Yes. I love you. I love, love you. everybody that's, you know, tuned in this long and who's listened to any of us that, who, you know, you get the, you get the yeah. point, dude. I'm at a loss of words because of how fucking powerful that was. It blows my mind that people listen to this, like, especially this episode. Like, when you guys tell me, like, this is consistently one of your better listened to, like, it's, it's, it's insane. Like, I'm like, who cares about <laughs> You yeah. never, that's like, the thing, right? You never think about who's listening when you were having this conversation. Yeah. Mm. It's ridiculous. Man. Next week, we have Dad Book, which is very exciting. Long anticipated. A long anticipated <laughs> guest. We've known him for over a year. I think we flipped it. Um, we were going Jay Christensen because this is this Thursday. And on Monday, we're, we're releasing Dad Book, correct? Mm-hmm. So this is the podcast for Thursday. Mm-hmm. And we just had on Dad Book for Monday. Correct? You said Holy you, you, shit. you wanted to turn and burn that. Oh, yeah, yeah, Good point. Jay Christensen. Dad Book Not, was great. Dad Book was great, though. Mm-hmm. Dad Book was a phenomenal time. Have we recorded it? Uh, you'll find out. <laughs> and we haven't recorded our next uh, Tuesday show. Who is it going to be? Molly Hale? No, that's really oh, released on one. Tuesday. Oh. Uh, Got another one this week. Maggie Kendall, the professional wake surfer. What? Right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's her. She's. Or do you w- want to flip those two? Hmm. You know what, guys? Doesn't fucking matter. We have podcasts every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. You're listening to the back end show on Thursday. It's an infinite game. It's an infinite game. <laughs> exactly. Just go just make sure you keep listening. Find one that's interesting. Scroll through it and just whenever wherever your phone lands. It's like a roulette wheel. A roulette wheel and click on it. Or just obviously DM us. Ask us for a good episode. We'd be happy to point in the right direction. Regardless. Truly, truly, truly. We love you guys. Take care. Take care. Start raining, it's gonna start raining